Welcome to the 510 podcast. I am Heidi Matheson, and my goal in the next five to 10 minutes is to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, Paul tells us to find out what pleases the Lord. And the writer of Hebrews says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So together, let's strengthen our faith with the Word of God. Welcome back to the second episode of our Defining Love mini-series. If you haven't already heard part one, then I encourage you to please take the time to listen because it lays an important foundation for what we're going to say today. So in the previous episode, we looked at what the Apostle Paul had to say about agape love, how it needs to grow in knowledge and depth of insight in order for us to live the lives that God has called us to live. And in order for us to urge one another to live lives that God wants us to live. In this episode, we're going to look at what Jesus said about love and how Jesus did love. And actually, Jesus didn't say a whole lot about love. Probably one of the most famous things he said about love is from John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. Jesus said, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Here Jesus is giving us a commandment to imitate his agape love. And he says that this is the sign that we are his followers. Friends, we don't get to define what love is. Jesus defined love. We get to imitate that love, and in so doing... We encourage one another to live abundant lives worthy of God's calling. As we imitate his love, we are acting in a selfless way. We're considering others. We're honoring others in the context of eternity. Jesus also said in John chapter 14 verse 15, If you love me, keep my commands. His commands are his words which are given to us in the Bible. And then in verse 23 and 24, Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. So Jesus is commanding us to love others in the same way that he showed his love. And he's reminding us that if we love him, we will live according to the principles set out for us in the Bible. The disciples who wrote the books of the New Testament learned how to love from Jesus. And they've passed down these principles to us so that we can live how Jesus commanded us to live. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Right, so that's what Jesus said about love. Let's take a look at some of the ways that Jesus showed love. And I find it interesting how Jesus carefully crafted his interaction with individuals so that he was showing them his love in the way that they desperately needed to feel his love. For example, in Matthew chapter 8 verses 1 to 4, we meet a man with leprosy who says to Jesus, If you are willing, make me clean. And Jesus responds in this way. Number one, he touches the man. This man would have been excluded from his community. He would have been starved 
of human interaction, of physical affection, because he was considered unclean. Jesus touched him. Secondly, Jesus says, I am willing. Jesus accepts him when the rest of the world had rejected him. And thirdly, Jesus heals him and changes his life forever. Jesus was saying, my love for you accepts you, includes you, and heals you, changing you forever. This man came to Jesus broken and sick and left a whole healed person. Then in John chapter 8 verses 1 to 11, we see a woman caught in adultery who was thrown before Jesus by the Pharisees. The law of Moses required for her to be stoned and they wanted to see what Jesus would say about this. Jesus bends down and writes something in the sand and he says to them, If any of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw the stone at her. Now the Bible doesn't tell us what Jesus wrote in the sand. My personal opinion is that he started writing the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, giving them a visual to help them answer his question. I think that through this, he was saying to them, yes, this woman has broken the seventh commandment, but what about these other commandments? Are you all innocent? One by one, they walk away. And Jesus asks her, has no one condemned you? And she says, no one. And then Jesus says, neither do I condemn you. Go now and leave your life of sin. Jesus shows his love by affirming her as a human being that she was no worse than the Pharisees because they have also sinned. He also shows his love by forgiving her. But then he commands change in her life. He tells her to leave her life of sin. In Mark chapter 2 verses 1 to 12, Jesus heals a paralytic man. You will remember the story of the four men who couldn't get their paralyzed friend close enough to Jesus to be healed. So they make a hole in the roof of a house and they lower him down to the feet of Jesus. The first thing Jesus said was, your sins are forgiven. And this caused upheaval in the room amongst the religious teachers who accused him of blaspheming. And then Jesus says, and I'm paraphrasing here, you think that's bad? Watch this. And he turns to the man and he says, get up, take your mat and go home. Now this is important because Jesus forgives the man of sin for his eternal good. He then heals the man, meeting his physical needs now. And he speaks out against the religious leaders of the day against the culture of the day. In other examples of healing, Jesus healed on the Sabbath day, causing more upheaval amongst the religious teachers because they had come up with so many restrictions on what could and couldn't be done on the Sabbath day. By doing this, Jesus was saying, your man-made rules mean nothing. Cultural changes to what God has said means nothing. God's words are what is important. Friends, Jesus showed us what love is, and then he commanded us to imitate his love. The agape love of Jesus accepts each and every one of us where we are. His love meets our every need, but his love doesn't leave us as we are. It commands change in our lives for our eternal good. 
I'm going to close this episode by reading the famous chapter of love that Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 to 8. And as I read this, I want to encourage you to be thinking about love with an eternal mindset. To be thinking about the way that Jesus showed love, commanding change in people's lives. So Paul says, If I speak in tongues of men or of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged today. You can find the 510 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you found today's encouragement helpful, please subscribe and consider sharing it with a friend.